Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Mm. Oh, joy is filled with myself. Like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to tell you, people. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. Get a little amp when you start off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B. To the side of me, this nerdy looking gentleman right here. I mean, the geekiest of the geek. Oh, you're so the kind. Geekiest of the dork. The wolf dork, if you will. Looking like Teen Wolf with the head with the hoodie, man. You you seriously? You still going? <laughs> I'm talking, of course, about Black Adam Willis. How you doing, man? I'm doing okay, man. I'm serious, though. You got like this Teen Wolf vibe. Man, I just left uh, watching the Celtics, so I'm a little uh, worried about him. You know what I mean? I hey, kind of hey, want to sit around and watch man. that. It's but... not over. You keep the faith, my man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here. Mm-hmm. If not, see how fast Herb can run. You from out of town, right? <laughs> I right, just check. All right, no in house. Also, of course, I look across the table right next to you, my friend. We have a couple of guests from Reliable Bud. Okay, don't don't downplay it. These these fine individuals are from Reliable Bud, not just guests in house gracing us with their presence, but also the geek down for the next couple of weeks is actually brought to you by Reliable Bud. Be sure to check them out at reliablebud.com. But I'm talking, of course, to. Chris Pagel and Denev Dollinger, founder of uh, Reliable Bud. Hey, you want to give our quick listeners a our listeners a quick uh, breakdown of what is Reliable Bud? Absolutely. Yeah. Reliable Bud is a app and event company. We're here to connect cannabis enthusiasts with the products and services that they're after, as well as provide a safe and secure networking platform for uh, you know uh, things like caregivers to communicate with other caregivers, find strains that they don't have, and uh, like I said, really just trying to promote the cannabis industry and and get get it in the hands of the common farmer, nice. the average man. That's nice. Stuff. I like that. All right. Very nice. And of course, right next to them, ready to give us the spoopiest of the spoop. <laughs> I am course, very spoopy. Well, always happy to have in the house mixed macabre. Sup? Hey. It's been a little while. I know. It's been a while. What have you been doing? I've, I've been a busy bee. Mm. Uh, conventions mostly. Uh, I was at Steampunk World's Fair. I don't want to hear any of it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been here the entire time. We I'm so that. sorry. Mm-hmm. I know. It, it's how dare I leave this <laughs> exactly. room exactly ever. Exactly what I was thinking. No, no. We had the prizes of, um, <laughs> of the, uh, the Watch City Steampunk Festival in a, a, a couple weeks back. So you were promoting the competition? Well, no, of, it, uh, it was the weekend beforehand, and a lot of people do both. Unfortunately, I couldn't go to the Watch City Festival. I was too busy performing in a Marvel-themed burlesque show with D20 Burlesque in New York City. Oh. Okay, had you said anything else, I would have been upset, but that's, that's a viable excuse. <laughs> All right, no, welcome back. I also hate steampunk. Wow. Wow. We talked Just about defended this. Pat. I'm we saying. talked about mm. this. Like, personally. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Steam-powered pistols at dawn. I'm sorry. No, I've got a Derringer here somewhere. Give me a second. All right, and of course, you may see him fiddling in the back. If you're watching us on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. If you're not, you should. I just gave you the information. But I'm talking, of course, about just Johnny. Yo. This man here. All right, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you kids. We have news. We have reviews. We have all types of stuff about products you can use. But first, let's start off with a bit of... um. I'll say less happy information. Yeah, I don't want to film nerds like us. I don't really want to spend much time on. It. I just want to say Powers Booth died. He's one of the greatest character actors ever. Sixty-eight years old, no cause of death really specified. But if you have watched anything in the past like 15, 20 years, you've seen him in in, in something. Uh, Deadwood, I think, is the biggest. Mm-hmm. He was so great in that. As I tell over. Most recently, uh, uh, Agents of Shield. Margins. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was uh, Sin City, Tombstone, Frailty. Uh, sudden death of Van Damme. He was a bad guy in that. Basically, he played a lot of bad oh, yeah. guys, a lot of He's evil figures. Face, yeah, that face. That, yeah. that yeah. Texas drawl, too, you know? Mm. So he had these eyes that could, like, look right through. He was just so great. Yeah, so great in so many things. And just, like, one of those deaths, you're like, really? Why would Powers Booth die? That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, you don't think they're ever going to die. They're exactly. Just like background figures forever. Yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere. So, like I said, no cause. John Cheat is going to go, and we're all going to be very, very surprised. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the fastest casket dropping ever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, like I said, I don't want to spend much time with it. i just say how fantastic he was. I really appreciated yes, his work. Was, so, yes, he was. Yeah, that's all I got. Powers Booth, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. All right, now, we do have a uh, discussion to get into that's, in itself, it's not the happiest news. It's just something to, like, really make you wonder. Um, now, a direct market pioneer uh, was killed recently in a robbery. Um, not even a robbery gone wrong. Just a robbery where he tried to defend his store and his product. Uh, somebody who sold like, you know, comics and memorabilia, you know, entertainment stuff. Mm. And uh, some dude came into the store. Basically, you know, did the, did the whole browse around, snatched up a bunch of stuff, and then ran. And the guy chased him down. And um, the guy managed to make it. The uh, robber managed to make it to his car. 
and start to drive off. Now, he drove off with the quickness because this dude chased him with the gun. And he said, you know, give my stuff back or else, you know, <laughs> ventilate you. So, unfortunately, when he got to the car, the driver started and then the uh, store owner grabbed the, uh, grabbed the uh, what do you call it, the door handle. And, you know, was banging on the uh, glass with the, with, the, uh, with the gun, give my stuff back, you know, stop the car, get out. And the dude just pulled it in reverse. And the driver was dragged a little, hit his head, and unfortunately did not survive Damn. the injuries. Wow. But he's the one who had the gun. He is the one that had the gun. He was defending his property, man. Yeah, yeah I get it, but it's like how how much product did he take? Like, what's the value of that? You know what I mean? To chase a guy down with a gun. Yeah, was it well, really worth it? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm assuming. I mean, I, I get it. Like, I would want to defend my store, too. And, like, there's no, you know, yeah, room for gonna, getting jacked. But I don't want to like chase a guy down, you know, blocks like, with a gun, either. I mean, I, we can probably presume it was something... Whatever it was, however much it was, it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, is it worth, like, your life, and is it worth taking a life? Because you seem pretty determined with a gun chasing someone down, too. So, like, what's the, well, the end result way, of that? Like, I'm way. someone who's really into these things, and I assume you have to be into these things uh, to start a store. So I think we're on some same level of, like, you know, of uh, kinship there. And what I'm getting at is I'm lazy. So if somebody <laughs> grabs about five bucks worth of books, let you them thought it. about it like ah, yeah. sit but back down. At yeah. the same time, should I run? Should I not run? But if, they, if they're grabbing like you know a, 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 a fistful or an armful of rare issues, yeah, but you don't you know, keep those so by like, the door, you know. You don't keep those by the door. But then again, this dude robbed the place. I'm assuming he scoped it out. He knew where the most valuable right, stuff was. I guess, yeah. He could have done a counter jump while the yeah, dude that. was on the other side helping a customer. I'm just know? thinking about how uh, I, my friend Glenn owns Magic Dragon Comics over mm-hmm. in Arlington, which is a kind of a similar style of just a collectible memorabilia comic book shop. Mm-hmm. usually staffed by only one maybe two people at most at a time and this really made me think about the kind of things that he has in his shop and like that could have happened and there's a case that has you know hundred dollar more than two hundred dollar figurines mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. and if somebody knew what to grab and had cased it beforehand you could make out with thousands of dollars of stuff it's specific you know i'm thinking about also like midtown comics is a great example in new york city they have four or five hundred dollar figurines there yeah but you also got to figure like where are they going to sell this too that you can't like track it you well, know what i mean if you report like, that oh you easily could you yeah. easily you easily could sell any of that online yep which is unfortunate tor browser is a wonderful thing my friend yeah you see a whole new world of anonymity mm. <clears throat> I think this this whole thing gives a, uh, a a better view into how struggling small businesses are. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure, you know, the the amount of profit that a store like that makes is not that high. So that's probably why he chose to chase the guy down. At least that's what my assumption would be. That's why you need the mob. Every little thing matters to him. Yeah, that's know? what made me think about my friend Glenn. Just I I know the kind of way he operates his shop and. You know, it's it's walking on the edge of a knife that if somebody came in and stole, you know, maybe even just you know five hundred dollars worth of merchandise, that could be you making rent that month. Yes, yeah, and so I know every time I've cased Glenn's store, <laughs> uh, I never took anything. Shout out, Glenn. We will not rob you. He has that star metal sword by the door there. So, so, no. no, um, no, I know Magic Dragon, and yeah, you make a very good point. It's like if this person grabbed, it could have been like you know five thousand dollars worth of stuff. That's like four, you know, really rare issues. You know, maybe this store was one of the lucky ones that was. You you know, uh, that had uh, a couple of um, amazing fantasies you right, know, in stock. Right. Yeah, but there are stores well, who have things like that that are either up by the register even. Like, you don't know. No, we don't, don't have think. specifics of this guy. Like, he could grab something yeah, crazy. Just as right. an example, easily. though, it would make it worth it to chase him down. But also, self-preservation is a thing. You have to think mm. about that. But also, that um, I don't want to get too far off our actual point. Are these stores easier targets because of that? Absolutely. I think so. Uh, wholeheartedly because you're talking about a small business now they're not going to have the type of security the type of insurance any of that that you're going to have in a corporate location Mm -hmm. so when you're talking about one of these small stores i mean like you said, it is usually manned by one person, right. you know what yeah. I mean? you got to right. assume they, they probably think they're not going to chase them down. Yeah. That'll be the owner. Especially so, with know, a gun in a comic book shop. Backup. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Those are usually communities, too. You know, you see, you go to the local local comic shop or game store, you see a lot of the same people in there all the time. So you have a sense of security, I think, as a shop owner mm. that you know your clientele for the most part. Well, see, I think that would make it less likely then. You know, I'm from the city where it's like, you know, people get robbed all the time. You don't know they're anonymous. So, you know, you keep your you, thing handy. But in a community where you know folks, you know your regular customers, anyone new that comes in, you may want to keep an eye on them. Or at the very least, you know, you know, this is this is Philip. He comes in here, you know, uh, twice a week for the last 20 years. You know, I'm pretty sure he's going to come in, get his pack of gum, you know, uh, stay, lose a round of magic, and then take off. 
Right. You know, and then some new guy comes in. He's got a zoot suit on. He's shuffling a deck of cards. I don't know what criminals look like these days. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. That, that's, oh. yeah. that's, they, Do you own anything that would make you give chase with a gun? Me? If somebody was to rob it? Um, I do own a few things, yeah. They would immediately grab a gun and chase after the guy. Well, I wouldn't it. grab a gun. Um, none of my guns are lethal. Mm-hmm. I would grab a couple of uh, practice scimitars I have. <laughs> my love gun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just seems more badass chasing down with a sword. Didn't we? Didn't we talk about a story where someone stopped a robbery with a sword? I we, think. Didn't talk, I, we didn't. T- we, we glossed over it. It wasn't I, a full story. But, but I yeah, remember that this. Happened. Yeah, a guy tried to rob a store with a machete. Was he didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind the counter. He had a larger knife. Dude, yeah, yeah, exactly. Owner that. pulls out a samurai sword. Mine is bigger. <laughs> I win. Pull a uh, crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. This is a knife. (laughs) Beautiful. And I love the the fact they had the footage from multiple angles, so you got to see the whole thing. The guy comes in. Give me your. Give me the. Give me the register. The guy's like, no. Cuts his sword in half. You offended my family. It's like, whoa, 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 buddy. I just want some gum. Um. Yeah, it's unfortunate that the guy passed away in this. Yeah, that's the real tragedy here, the fact that it was a loss of life. And we don't even know for how much. We can only assume it was for high-value stuff. But if this was just sentimental value for the guy, you know, maybe he opened his store with just a, you know, one long box and a dream. And it was all crappy 25 cents. I think part of it, too, is like, how dare this guy? This guy's really going to rob me. I just want to punish him in some way, too. Not just like, that stuff's worth something. Well, that's that's kind of what I was bringing up my friend's store. It's like, I know that, you know, he only really has, like, one employee it's his baby. This is his whole, you know, he has this yeah. store. And honestly, I could, I could see my friend doing the same thing, you know? Like, I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes of the hold store on, owner. What, what, kind of, what, kind of, what kind of samurai swords is Glenn packing there? Uh, I am not at liberty to discuss what kind I, of I, samurai I swords <laughs> Glenn has. What kind of, what kind of, I am at liberty to discuss that he was in the army, so I can... Oh, it's Say, like that. Don't don't go rob don't go rob the magic dragon. Okay, so folks. what kind don't, of what kind of solid try. snake ridiculous Thomas rifles does he have behind there? I, I mean, again, I, I have no idea what you're speaking of. He's a gentle soul yeah. who runs a comic book store. I'm still in these My Little Pony figures, old man. But, but jokes aside, it, it makes me think less <laughs> about that? the monetary value of these items. Mm-hmm. And as we were discussing, more just the slight that this gentleman may have felt to have had mm. his business abused in this manner and and was he right to chase this man with a weapon i'm not gonna conjecture on that and and most likely Mm. no but Mm. it still is this position where again either for monetary reasons you know maybe this would have been a big hit to them Mm. or even just pride i can understand how somebody who has this business that is their whole life and to have someone come in and you know abuse that it can make someone very quick to anger and again it's very unfortunate how play, things played out but i can absolutely see how somebody would do this how mm. somebody would say not today and i'm coming after you uh, okay i, I oh. Let's just say I can actually share with you. I, I used to be a um, retail manager at a uh, business, and I was robbed. Actually, I was the person who was robbed when I was making a deposit. Wow! Okay. How many Fabergé eggs did they take? <laughs> yeah, just three. It's just a Yankee three. candle, sir. Um, and, that, and that's how that's how uh, that's how Costco was founded. But uh, no, the re- the reason I bring it up is because I was part of a corporate retail environment, right? And when I got robbed. My adrenaline levels shot up to such ridiculous levels that I didn't know what to do with them, and I had a hard time reacting right away. Mm. Once I came to and understood what was happening, you mortal combated. Yeah, I would like to say that I that I yeah uh, sub zero or not sub zero scorpioned him and pulled out the spinal cord. But um, what really happened was I handed him the money and then left. But I can only imagine because of the adrenaline that I was feeling at that time what it would have been like if it was my place. You know, I think it would have been a totally different scenario because I I mean. I, I, I probably could have ran a marathon right then, you know, and I'm not, you guys might not be able to see me, but I am not a marathon running man. <laughs> I don't have the figure for it. Well, if they're watching us on twitch.tv slash the geek down, they can. Yes. Well, uh, you know, but I mean, I could, I could have done anything in that moment. And, uh, you know, like I said, once I came to, I just handed it over. But if it was my business, might as much as I know the right, right, right thing to do, I think is to, you let it go because your life's more important than anything. Mm-hmm. Might have had a hard time. It just seemed like he had the gun, so he was probably going to use it. You know what I mean? So, like, what if, like, the guy chased him down and it was like, whatever it was, the monetary value of the comics, like, he killed that guy for it. Well, you know what I mean? That'd be a, a completely. For it. He just wants his. Well, stuff you don't know that. He had yeah, a gun. He was chasing that. a guy. So, you know what I mean? I'm like, he could play. Right. I don't have he the was the victim. Back. He certainly was of getting robbed, but that's still chased a guy down with a gun. Yeah, somebody has a gun. I'm sorry. You think. 
like you know, say like comic book store owner, I automatically, I automatically flash to the dude from The Simpsons. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like this dude. But, is this dude. This dude called my. Uh, <laughs> we know that wouldn't happen to him. He wouldn't have gotten up from behind right. the counter. Well, I know, at some point he became the, like Dwayne Johnson behind the counter. It's like you know, it's like I will chase you down and eat your soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's for one episode. Change the next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, anyways, if you have anything to say on this subject, hit us up at Geek down radio at gmail.com and chime in or also you can go right to the website and hit us in the comment section at geek dash down dot com um jeez dude i can't imagine the smooth transition to follow up such a serious we can we can just roll with it Pat. with okay we can just go right into it okay I can so mix macabre it. you got to check out a very special <laughs> <laughs> and we're there talking of course i did it about, for you oh appreciate it appreciate it talking of course about bloody boobs boobs <laughs> I said okay. I was going to say it as much as I could, Pat. No, go for it. Go for it. Boobs. So you got to check out the um, the uh, the messy fun bags. What, what were you going to say again? As much as you could. Uh, boobs. <laughs> oh, okay. Boobs. Oh, geez. I'm going to work. So uh, I, Pat, suggested kindly to me that I check out this game called Bloody Boobs. It's available on Steam now for th- only three dollars. No, no, it doesn't sound like something I do. This is your own initiative. It's worth <laughs> every penny, guys. So I'm not I'm not gonna beat around the boobs here. Uh, it's a game where you play as a bikini-clad hottie. Uh, you wake up in a dungeon space filled with horrible eldritch beings, and your goal is to sneak around this hellish complex and find these uh, penile structures uh, that you have to worship. This giant phallus man. It's very, uh, you know, it's it's very demure and subtle game. So you have to find these four pillars, and if you bow down and worship to them, eventually a gateway to escape appears. Oh, sweet. And, uh, Pause, can you, I ask where this yeah. game was made? Uh, I actually, I couldn't figure it out. It's just, the developer is just like some dude's name and it links to nothing else. Of course, of course. Yeah. So it's really just like a labor of love from this one dude. So thanks, guy. <laughs> um, love. So what makes this game so That's great, though, is that it has not only boob physics, but booty physics. No booty physics. So like you first it has the character designer with the mm. sli- so you can have your boobs come in various sizes mm. from large to you know jumbo, oh, and uh, you can also change her outfit. She can My be wearing a pink of, of bikini. The rare miniatures. Well, unfortunately, Pat, that's not available in this game. Oh, what? Expansion pack. They only have spicy and <laughs> downloadable spicy. content. It's like a Russ Kiss Meyer video. So yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> I also want to point out I did get the irony of expansion pack. <laughs> okay, continue. So uh, you can make her wear anything from a demure. Uh, a string bikini to a full-on bondage outfit, which is which was, of course, my choice. Oh, and then you can. Uh, wait, wait, can I give her the B. Arthur? Uh, unfortunately not. What are they doing here? But you can uh, also change her uh, skin tone, which I appreciate that a wide array of skin tones. Mm. Many. This is this is not a joke. They had more skin tone choices than most RPGs. So shout out to you, bloody boobs, for okay. your inclusivity. <laughs> They also yes, you could put is, you could of course you could also put a bag over her head oh, wow. if you wanted. I mean, it's not a very respectful game. I'm not going to sit here and pretend. You could make her wear a surgical mask. You could make her wear like a raver kind of mask. I mean, I'm not going to sit here. And Paper bag. What about an yeah. evil clown? Exactly. Sadly, no evil clown, clown options. But okay, like, I'm, pause, pause. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, I just have fine. to. I just have to know what did your unit look like. Okay, so I gave mine the lightest skin that she could have, mm. which which just because I wanted her to be super like Aryan super goth. Yes, that's why I had exactly because yeah. <laughs> everyone knows that's exactly what I do. No, okay, so um, it was clear skinned. Yes. Not that goths don't come in all colors, of course. They come in translucent. I've seen them. I could like feel my my best friend already ready to message me for implying that there are not POC goths. I can feel her, and it's already happening. My, my dating history Sorry, tells Carrie. you I'm okay with goths. So, <laughs> anyway, so I gave her really, really light skin, and I gave her black hair, and then I put her in the bondage outfit, and then I put a paper bag on her head. No. Because <laughs> it's funny, Pat. So, again, I'm not going to sit here and say that this is some feminist masterpiece, but it is <laughs> completely <boobs>? ridiculous. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's yeah. completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And for a game like this, I don't want to say it was respectful, but I have to say it was not insulting in the manner that I went into this game going, all right, this is going to be horrendous and Mm. insulting. And you know what? It was just completely absurd. One of the monsters that comes after you is just like a giant wolf man with a huge ball sack. (laughs) (laughs) Just flop it around, Pat. Just 
Flippity giblets. <laughs> but like, do you know I'm what definitely going to play this. It's, game. it's really, I'm really gonna... fun and funny. <laughs> but what what I'm saying is, you was know, the you Balzac. <laughs> you can name him whenever you like. He unfortunately did not have a name. Ah. But you know, and other creatures are scurrying things with many weird mouths, and it was it was actually quite well designed. And the levels are all this dungeon map that was much more expansive than I thought it would be. Again, this was truly a labor of loving boobs, and. It's just one of those games that I went into it expecting again. I kind of thought, all right, it's it's going to be really bad. And it wasn't. You know, this 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 bikini-clad character shuffling around this dirty dungeon. But there's, honestly, other than her appearance, there's really nothing overtly insulting or sexist. So it just anything. seems like more of like a extreme appreciation. Goofy. Yeah, it's just super goofy. Ross Meyer is yeah. a perfect thing to, to mention. It just yeah. had this, like, faster pussycat element. Right, just, yeah. You know, all right, she's got big old boobs and she's trying to escape this dungeon and worship this, you know, phallic overlord. But there's nothing overtly sexual about it other than the fact that like you know she sneaks around low to the ground you make her boobs jiggle you can make her butt bounce but like <laughs> none of the characters do anything untoward there's right. no conversations really in it uh if you lose you just end up back in a different part of the dungeon to kind of start over well, everything and you're telling me sounds it's just enjoyable kind of boring if you if, you, if you're not like you know specifically a boob person it's it's well it's got the booty too yeah it has the booty oh, covered from both sides Pat, it has the booty it absolutely has the booty I didn't acknowledge the advanced mode but yeah there's mm. there's not really anything else to it though you're just you know escape the dungeon you have to worship four phallic statues to open the gateway to win the game and and that's it there's not much more to it you can't even really defend yourself you just have to avoid the creatures but it's actually really fun because the creatures are kind of dumb so if you're if you're like oh oh I see a creature you can like back up into a tunnel and just hang out there and it'll walk right past you. It was just like more Metal Gear Solid style? Yeah, unfortunately, instead of being inside of a box, you can just put a paper bag on someone's head. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay, I may, I may have missed something. Is this like to hide? You literally stand there, put a paper bag over your no, head? No, no, it's just aesthetic. Okay. It's I just an aesthetic choice, Pat. I would have bought this game immediately. The, the like, game lost <laughs> the show. It does not have depth but at it, all. Yeah, no, I, but overall, it's I would say bucks, it's well yeah. worth three American dollars. Mm -hmm. And it just was, it's very silly. There's nothing else to it. And again, I have to say, for having low expectations, it exceeded my expectations. It was just, you know, a booby good time. <laughs> Full of boobs. I mean, like I said, I'm sold. I it's don't just, know. you know, half the fun is just creating the character big boobs, small boobs, big boobs, small boobs. You know, you just sit there, <laughs> so many it back and forth. <laughs> okay, so I got to know then. Re uh, replay value? Not low replay value, just because, you know, it's, it's only big really boobs, one thing. Boobs. Yeah, it's, That's it's your replay. You, you can make it. Yeah, you can make it with bigger boobs. You get good. Yeah, solid I was gonna say, would you make additional characters just for the character <laughs> development? I mean, I mean that's, that sort silly, of sounds like it, maybe the main attraction. Yeah, you get all the skin tone colors, right? For right? the price, it's it's worth three dollars. It's very silly what? if you want to just if you want to just like have a silly time and enjoy this goofy booby game. I have to interject here. You have to interject. Have you, have you played this game, sir? I have seen this game played. Have you enjoyed playing this game, though? Uh, I have not so played this game. So you watch the guy play the uh, boob and, game? And, 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 uh, and, and are you a boob man? I'm, all right. So I am a boob man, but this game is absolute garbage. Wow. That is I, I, not, I appreciate I, I your opinion to, on this game you have yeah. not played. However, I, the reviewer of this game, <laughs> fully enjoyed it. Yeah, I question mm -hmm. your dedication right, to the right, chesticles, I'm, sir. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm I'm just saying your recommendation for for this game is so everyone who enjoys yeah, fun yeah, can play <laughs> bloody boobs. <laughs> it, I'm coming at it from a different perspective in that oh. this game is a asset flipping game. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> asset asset flopping. Got you. <laughs> yep. uh, and that uh, the uh, the the effort that went into making this game is very much uh, drag and drop, if you will. Uh, with a bunch of uh, purchased or uh, grabbed for free tools, uh, this is this is one of the many examples. Now it's done a little bit better than than the others that are on Steam, but this is one of those games that should not exist on Steam because it is flooding the market and causing many problems with Steam and with the Steam community. Uh, so there, I can't praise this out of that principle. But if you want to play a game, as Amy has described. Then this is it. Okay, so what is the better platform for a game like Bloody Boobs? None. No. It's a game. So that if, you not exist. if you want to have fun <laughs> and play this boob game where you run away from demons with giant balls, what? Mm. Play Bloody Boobs. I'm, I'm gonna play it. Um, I just want to see these giant boobs and balls. Yeah. Giant boobs. <laughs> giant balls. <laughs> sounds like a good. He's like a he's like a tanuki yeah. demon. It it's wonderful. Like. This is what I'm for my gameplay. 
Wait, can you edit the booty size? You can edit. Oh wow, sold, sold. You can, and while you in. edit yeah. it, it will I mean, jiggle. The boobs and the no, it's gotta Man, be. I'm gonna flood the. How do you know? If so you many don't, lime green skinned, mm-hmm. uh, 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 purple haired, huge butted. I um, want it to look like uh, a Guillermo uh, tiny, del Toro character. Tiny tata. Oh, these, that's actually uh, the, the characters in the game. No the monsters in the game are very it's large uh, del Toro. Really? Oh, well, okay. Well, as small as I can make them, which I'm assuming is a triple H. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, no that's I, I a like wrestler pad. All right, all right. McCobb, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Bloody pleasure. boobs. It's on Steam right now. Yep, it's three bucks. It's a pair. Uh, Play the game that's ruining Steam. <laughs> Bloody boobs. All right, and I highly encourage you to I highly encourage you to take some gameplay videos, send them in. You can find us. Uh, just email them if they if they if you can fit them at uh, geekdownradio at gmail. It's about ethics in game journalism. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, we just started Boobgate. All right, and that with that on on that prestigious note, that brings Boop. us to our illustrious guest in house tonight. Uh, once again, I want to welcome Chris. And then Eb, the writers of Reliable Bud, yes. who brings you the geek down tonight. Will you guys give us the lowdown on what is Reliable Bud? Yeah, well, thank you um, again for having us here. We're really excited to share what Reliable Bud is about. Uh, Reliable Bud came from an, uh, an idea that I had a few years back, being a cannabis lover. Mm-hmm. I always, and being a traveling engineer, an IT engineer, I always had a hard time locating a reliable source of Bud. As a matter of fact, I got, I got myself in a lot of different situations. Like reliable dealing with the people who are selling it, or like just the, what you're actually buying. What I'm buying. All right. And with the people. Of mm. and, yeah, of course. Actually, of definitely both. So, how many times have you been caught in a new place? You don't have connections. Seventeen. You don't know exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. A million times. So one day I just got fed up and I said, you know what? There's got to be an app for this. There's got to be an app for me to be able to find someone who's growing their stuff at home, someone who's making their edibles at home, who's got you know connections, who's got reviews, who's got legitimate stuff where mm. I don't have to be worrying about where am I getting it from? Is this person gonna kill me? Am I gonna go to a really scary place? You know, just simple questions like that that I thought a lot of my friends in the IT industry when we traveled we always had kind of the same issue so that's where Reliable came about I recruited a bunch of my friends and family to kind of help me out with this yo Chris right here (laughs) was one of my first recruits and who's believed in the vision and you know he and along with a group of friends we um, set to become you know for it to become a reality so I'll let Chris, talk a little bit about the app. Yeah, so we've, um, you know, like Deneb said, we started out with an idea of hers, and um, we're excited now that that idea is really coming to life. So um, the most exciting news we have right now is that our app has released. The Reliable Bud app is now live on uh, Google Play and iOS. Nice. It's in its beta version. Um, so um, please understand that if you do download this, we are definitely looking for feedback. You know, um, we're a community-based app, and we want to make sure that we want to support the community in Massachusetts and in Maine. We're mainly launching it in New England because this is where we are, and this is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. But um, essentially, we want to go to all the recreational states and the medical states, and we want to make um, kind of get the feedback from everybody, see what you what you needs are as a local home grower, as a can of craftsman, as an entrepreneur, as many of those you know feedback that we can get. It, is really what we're looking for to get the word out. Yep. So you can join this app as sellers and as seekers, basically? Yes. So, okay. um, you're going to be able to register, and some of the lingo is still being worked out. Like I said, we're in the beta version, so that's still being updated. But I think right now it gives you the option to register as a farmer mm-hmm. or a buyer. And uh, the two accounts, the way that they, they're different is that if you're a buyer, you're on there to browse. Okay, You don't have any storefront. You can't post any goods. Um, you can just see what's available in your local area. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can review any products. Right, you can review anything. So when we say anything, what's gonna happen is if you register as a farmer on our page, you're gonna have the ability to post goods that you can sell legally right now. As mm-hmm. we all know, you're not allowed to sell any cannabis products, but you can sell accessories, you can sell services. Lots of people out there who are setting up grow houses for people, You know, setting up grow houses for patients, helping people out with nutrient balances and stuff like that. They can post those services for sale through the site. And then we also have the ability for people to post items that are not for sale. These are all your can of crafts. So somebody's got a grow operation. They want to highlight the different strains that they're they're providing. Mm-hmm. Post them all up there. And then uh, the way that laws are written right now, you're allowed to gift product, right? So people that grow will oftentimes give it to their friends. They'll give it to, if they're a... Um, 
um, if they know a patient or something and they have their own grow, they'll, they'll hook them up with a strain that's going to help out the needs that they have so they can post all those items. People can go on and review them. So as the market continues to evolve, people are going to be able to build up a, uh, you know, a user base of all different product reviews from their different strains. We're and, also and we want to help the everyday person be able to get kind of like street credit, I guess you'd say, for, you know, I know I met so many guys say, oh, I got the best stuff, or I have the best stuff here. And they're like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, try it. And, you know, you got to review it. You got to really see what you're trying. So we want to give the people the opportunity to get their stuff rated and to get our name out there. Because there's, uh, I have, we have multi-tour friends, I'm sure you guys have too, who grow their own stuff and make their own stuff. And they have some really legitimate good stuff. I'm not going to say anything to that effect on air <laughs> but I'm gonna give you a wink over here yep, yep. Um, but uh, one of the one of the other big features of the app that um, we have a, we got a lot of excitement at um, over when we were at our recent convention was the fact that we have a secure messaging platform built right into it so one of the things that we've heard and we've been hearing this a lot from uh, people who are caregivers and patients especially that they're kind of pigeonholed into whatever strains they have well our apps gonna have a secure messaging feature in it so if you're registered as a farmer, you're going to be able to reach out to other farmers who have posted their products and say, hey, I see you have, you know, this strain. I'm really looking for that. Uh, any chance you'd be willing to gift me a clone, you know? Okay. And that way you can start to build that social networking piece through it and get the, get, get the strains that people are looking for in their hands. And I mean, you think people would travel for these certain strains? I mean, are you the type to go, like... Absolutely. Oh, people because definitely would. Really. Oh, yeah. oh, it seems like a new thing because you don't know when I used to do it, it'd be like you just took whatever. You know right. what I mean? Well, Such well, a, that's, that's with a regular user, but the cannabis industry has evolved so much right, um, right. that people are starting to really become educated. You know, you don't, if you're trying to go to sleep at night, you don't want to be smoking sativas. You know, and if that's all you've got your hands on and that's all that successfully grew out of your crops, mm. what are you going to do? You might need that indica to bring you down at the end of the night. Um, so this is a way for people to be able to get that out there. And um, something else that's um, actually really exciting, because we're launching our event, our uh, app, we're, we're hosting a Bring Your Own Cannabis event. Mm -hmm. um, I remember that. Yep, yeah. we're going to be hosting that do on uh, June... What's that? <laughs> I, said, I said do go on. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be on um, June 10th. It's at Camp Marshall in Spencer, Massachusetts, from 1 to 6 p.m. And um, like I said, it's a Bring Your Own Cannabis event. So... Legally speaking, you're allowed to bring up to an ounce yeah, of cannabis BYOB. goods with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. BYOB, BYOC. We'll actually be there. Yeah. Um, you guys have graciously offered us the opportunity to actually broadcast live from the event. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, we're looking forward to it a lot. We think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have raffles, giveaways. We're, we're featuring have vendors. local vendors, and that's really one of the biggest highlights that we want to do. I really wanted to make sure that this platform demystify the cannabis industry. So mm. a lot of the times you don't want to get a source of cannabis because you don't know the person or you've never met them before. So these BYOC events will really serve a way for you to connect with the people so that you know the product that you're getting. You'll get yeah, to it's kind of like a farmer's market. Yes, More it's a farmer's know. market for <laughs> cannabis. It's yeah, exactly it's the idea. idea. I also like the concept of uh, being able to uh, rate and review. Yeah, like yeah. A, a Yelp for weed too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Everyone, everyone got that dude. They got exactly. the best stuff. Trust me. It's like, dude, you have no you know, review. No, no 35 people. It's also very interesting to weenies like me that don't know anything about weed. Exactly. And Every then, weed guy I've ever deal, dealt with has said the same thing. He said, mine's the best stuff, man. It's so fire. It's, oh, it's fire. Yeah, it's, yeah. Exactly. Trust if me, anyone told it me like that it was fire, I would leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't I don't need that. Fire! <laughs> no, I hear you. You're um, not my guy. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I mean, I even have some of my friends that come over to my house, and they bring their own stuff that they grow at home. I have a, a, one of the guys that's actually on the app, a really good friend of mine, has Lake, what is it, Lake Lost Kush. Yeah. He calls it. Oh my goodness, no, <laughs> mind blown. But you know, he has no way to anybody ever review his stuff. He gifts it out all the time, but there's no way for anybody to know how good it is. So mm -hmm. you know, I, for a person like him, and there's many, many people like that out there, this app would work for them to be able to get reviews on their great products and stuff that you really pour your, you know, heart and love into growing some of these plants and. Mm -hmm putting special attention into the crafts that you make, I think uh, this is going to be a really good tool for a lot of people. Yeah, this so you lot. said you launched it. And what's the response been so far? 
Um, it's been taken off. I mean, we launched our social media pages not that long ago. <laughs> we launched on 420. Uh, yeah, on 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Timing is everything. <laughs> um, but we've, um, you know, we've we've shot up to over 250 followers just on the initial go, and we haven't even had our first event yet. Um, yeah, we haven't been out for a month, but it's you know we've had a lot of people come up to us for investment opportunities, everything, all that kind of sort. I mean, this is solely funded and coded by me, mm-hmm. right? Wow. I, so it. it we really had no help from anybody. So now we're getting all this attention from people that are you know, tra- starting to take a look at the application. So it's been really gratifying for all of us as a group and as a family to get the feedback from a lot of people and say, hey, this is a tool that we really need. This is a tool yeah. that could really help us. Um, so it, it's, gr- it's groundbreaking and it's actually been a lot, a lot of fun for us. Yeah, seems like it makes sense. All right, yeah. one thing I want to know, how do you expand something like this? Like if um, I'm one of, your, uh, one of your customers, but I'm on vacation, you know, I'm like halfway across the country and I come across somebody who may actually want to get their uh, their product on your listings there will they be able to uh to like actually is it sign up or apply through the app yeah the beautiful thing is the app can be as far reaching as users start to sign up so if you have friends or family in another area and you like you like what the app's about and the idea behind it they can download it they can set it up they can start promoting because, like I said, we give the option to post items that are not for sale. Mm. So all those, all those can of crafts that people are working on, they'll list them there. Mm. But you got people, you know, all over the country who are making uh, <coughs> custom glassware, who are doing nutrient blends and doing all this other stuff. We can market it anywhere. Yeah. So as people start going into different areas and it, and um, word of mouth keeps traveling, and you know, more and more people get on it. I mean, it, there's there's really no limit to where you're going to be able to get it. Um, and it's location-based too. It has a total location-based feature. So if you're if you're from out of town and you come out to Massachusetts and you download the app and sign in, it's going to see where you are and it's going to pop up with whatever's available in your area. A weed Uber. Yeah, yeah. yeah weed Uber. More or less. We're, we're really hoping too. Like I mean, you know, we're still we're still pretty early on in in where the cannabis laws are. You know, and there's a lot that has to be hashed out as far as what the market's going to look like when you're able to sell it. We're going to position people who adopted early to succeed later, big time, because you can build up a clientele, you can build up a user review base. You know, if all of a sudden, like uh, a year from now, two years from now, everybody can start selling it, you know, and it's like a farmer's market. Well, what's your brand? How do people know who you are? Mm. How do people know what you got? Well, what's cool about this also is uh, from what I'm getting, it also helps facilitate like safety. Absolutely. Oh, so it doesn't seem so much like the Wild West. Yes. Yep. And once, you know, uh, like as it expands, more people will be able to uh, feel they have a um, like an organized system. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of a way we wanted to set a standard to make sure that what you're getting and bartering and gifting back and forth mm-hmm. had some legitimacy to it. Right. Yeah. And um, again, we're in the beta version of the app, but as it continues to progress, we already have plans to implement verified buyers. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be able to, if somebody makes a purchase, it's going to be able to tell you when they leave their review, this is a verified purchase of this product. And we're hoping to be able to do the same thing for gifting. If you're gifting somebody something that you'll be able to give them a code that they'll be able to then in turn leave a verified, I got this product. So then you're actually seeing what people uh, who experienced it really feel about it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm jazz, man. So give our listeners once again. Uh, the info on how they can get down with us. All right, so uh, what you want to remember to do is follow us on any of the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, oh, MySpace. MySpace. He caught us, he caught us. Uh, Not all of them. We got Mass Roots. Yeah, we got Mass Roots. We got Snapchat. Um, Follow us on there. Um, We are ReliableBud.com, the website. Um, You can search us on... Uh, iOS and Google Play as Reliable Bud, all one word. Mm-hmm. And um, again, the event is going to be taking place on June 10th in Spencer, Massachusetts at Camp Marshall, 1 to 6 p.m. I also want to let you know right now, if you sign up, RB Buddy, it's going to give you $20 off tickets to the event. And uh, the event price is only $30 originally. Oh, so for $10 so plus the event bright processing fee, which is like two bucks, yeah. you can come on out to the event, bring up to an ounce of cannabis goods with you. And, and share and enjoy. Buddy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna go ahead and give you one of these. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. And bring your best buds. We bring say. your best both buds both ways. Your yes. friends and your buds. <laughs> right. Chris Deneb, thank you very much. Thank you. Guys. Um, and also uh, look out for us. We'll be there. The Geek Down will be broadcasting live. Um, dude, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, an awesome time. Yeah.
it's going to be a great time. Yeah, yeah it's right. great. Um, also, if you have any uh, more information or you want to chime in on your thoughts or your particular strain of recipes, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. I am whoring out that email address. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, dude, I need to hear the inside information on Alien Covenant. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, upset. Speaking of weird phallic objects. <laughs> <laughs> I am upset that you are the only one that got to check it out. I'm turning it over to just Johnny. Yeah. Who's going to lay it on us. Oh, man. Alien Covenant. All right. So you take Alien and Prometheus and you smash the two together and you get Alien Covenant. That is awesome. Thank you very much, Johnny. I like that. I like that. So it's... Uh, all right. So Prometheus, I'm not going to lie. I love Prometheus, oh, but what, I no, recognize a lot her, of people her, do mine. not like. Is, see, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. That. You're not alone. What's I love that, that movie I love too. I love Prometheus too. It is a very divisive movie. I, we got fist pounded for God's sake. <laughs> and, Can't take it back. It happened. And one of the biggest complaints that people had with uh, Prometheus is that it left a lot of unanswered questions. Uh, a t- actually, a ton of unanswered questions, and it left you wanting more. Yeah, and how it, did this get made? You know, where do they get funding for this? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> this? So, so many questions. And also, it, it didn't have the the scary uh, atmosphere and 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 things of that nature like the, all the other Alien movies. What, what you come to expect, uh, and that was sort of the problems with that. And they essentially answered uh, that part, the the scary sort of thriller type of uh, thing, uh, and the atmosphere itself, and also a bunch of those unanswered questions from Prometheus. So it's it's essentially the best of both worlds, and it still asks a few more questions that it leaves unanswered uh, so that you kind of want more, and they are absolutely going to be doing a sequel, uh, because I heard uh, in an interview from Ridley Scott himself that said that he's, gonna, he's actively working on a, a another one. Oh, but, why? But it's from this one. All right. So Prometheus. Yeah. All right. You might not like it. Check this one out if you are an alien fan, because this will bring you right back in. Okay. okay all right. So it's so a return to the sci-fi horror. It's a return to sci-fi horror, but it's still uh, Prometheus E. Okay. Because it, it's still, so it has those moments in Prometheus where it's like, garbage. Uh, yes, like, uh, what's the word? Trash. Pretentious. Yeah. With okay. its, like, intellectual dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prolapsed. So it, so it has that, too. Uh, and so you'll, you'll, you'll kind of deal with that. But it's not, it's not mm. bad. It's not good. It, it's just... Terrible. Yes, we know. It's just part of what it is. Uh, okay, okay. So <laughs> what you're telling me, then, is it's more related to Prometheus than it is the, uh, the rest of the Alien franchise. It, it takes Prometheus, which mm-hmm. was kind of an offshoot, and it takes the original Alien, and it holds them both by the hands and says, Now we're joined. Jeez. Okay, okay. That's then what it does. Okay, but with, my... like, alien tail, tentacle, armor. No, no, we got it. Acid spotting penises. We're, we're aware. Lots of acid. Okay, no, <laughs> Lots of acid. okay, here's my question then, and this is something that's bugged me for a long time. Every alien movie, good or bad, has taken on the same formula. We have aliens, um, and we have some wayward humans in a, in a you know, um, in a dark... Uh, enclosed space yep. and then they're just hunted by one or by several aliens and it's never strayed too far from that formula the farthest way it's gotten was maybe alien resurrection where uh, even then oh. you had you had it was mostly about that pirate crew but the worst one what alien resurrect you know what i agree with you it was bad yep but it was bad because it was an alien movie <laughs> had it been just a, a sci-fi monster movie about that pirate crew would have been the shit I can appreciate Thank that. You. I Somebody felt that way about taste. some movies you, like where I'm like, this is a terrible representation of the franchise, yeah. but if I forget that it's part of this, I can enjoy it. You appreciate that pinky thing? That pinky thing? Well, no, I'm not saying... I'm, I'm saying I can appreciate what he's trying to convey about it. That's, okay. that's Adam, why are you so silent over there? He's supposed to have I just want no part of this. No, your movie sucks. Your movie sucks. Oh, I like on. this one. I want that one. What do we like, do every week? I, I, I get it. I, I, like I said, I don't I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to this movie. I didn't particularly like Prometheus, but I did not hate it in any way. I thought okay. the visuals were fantastic. Oh, the story was, was a little weak, but it was and, great and to look at. So. Oh, you're, you're, you're in store for more that's visuals. That's literally huh? all of Alien is vagina. No, and slug creatures. No, alien is is like is like venom spouting uh, uh, poopy vaginas. More of a predator guy, I guess. I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. The uh, the no, penises uh, burst out of the chests. Vagina. That's no, the penises do. 
Yes. The vagina is like, okay, I'm a scientist. I've trained for years. I'm experienced in the field, yet I see some random thing come up. I'm going to get This right. is the legacy well, of Alien. You're going to be in for a few surprises because there's more than just chest bursting in this. Oh, oh. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Does it come out of their boobs? No. Yeah. It, finds, it finds new places to come out from. Yes. Was, I, was I actually foreshadowing with that prolapse comment? No answer to that. Who knows? Who knows? Watching, some some poor out. guy goes to the to the, uh, the spaceship proctologist right. and then has a very bad time. So you brought it up earlier. Uh, yeah. It is a little. It does follow that formula of a group of people That's being <laughs> being kind of stranded and and being chased around. It does follow that formula a little bit. So it does seem okay, so. like you've watched it more or less. But well, that's a negative. That is a little bit of a negative, mm-hmm. uh, but it is. There's also those elements of Prometheus dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are those elements. Uh, How's Danny McBride in this one? He's in this, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, if I knew who that was, uh, then I he's would... uh, the funny guy. Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. He's Kenny Powers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, does he have the curly hair? Yes. yes. Yeah, curly oh, hair. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, he was. Uh, he was the pilot, I believe. He was. Uh, he was good. All the actors. Uh, especially uh, Fastbender and uh, the main um, one of the main characters. Sigourney Weaver. I, I, I forgot her name. <laughs> she's, she's like the main one. She was exceptional. Uh, she was the uh, the wife of um, what's his name? Uh, he had to like chop off his arm in one of those movies, 40, 148 hours or whatever. Oh, uh, Franco. James Franco. Oh, James Franco. Dame Duty Dent. Yes. Dent, yes. Yes. So James Franco, he's like this is not a spoiler. He like dies in the first like thirty seconds of the movie. Oh man, <laughs> that, that is that is what would one would call a spoiler. <laughs> it's not a spoiler though. If, if, I wasn't if you see say it's not a spoiler, spoiler it's yeah, still well, a spoiler. Well, I think it's, what it's like the, it, was it a you don't watch a movie down. for that. You, you even, <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't just, even know. I, I would kind of go to a movie just to see James Franco die horribly. That's what I'm saying. You don't. You don't even. Did you ever see that Tom Cruise movie where he dies over and over again? Yes, I watched that more than once. Edge of Tomorrow. Him One die a bunch of times. Wait, is that what that it's about? Great. I've never yeah. seen it. Really? No. Oh, yeah. I'm like going home to watch it. No, that movie is like. The I'm best just gonna movie put ever. it on mute and yeah. just watch the movie. Well, it's well, a completely unimportant character, and you don't even see James Franco's face. Until, until like, until in a death. picture afterwards. Mm, I kind of want to see Franco file, so yeah. he'll be watching well, this. See, it's like Jason. Is he coming back? What's going on? Did he live? Is he undead now? If you want to. Okay, okay. Alien Covenant. I actually am a fan of this of the franchise, and I would be extra hard on this one because I've just been hurt so many times. Is this for somebody who is a fan? Like Alien, great. Aliens, spectacular. Mm. Alien Three, what the hell were you thinking? But Alien Resurrection. Alien Three is really I can good. tolerate. Alien, Alien Three is was super good. Head. With Resurrection. the dog. Resurrection. Come on, man. Oh. And why did why did uh, Charles S. Dutton have to go out so ugly? All right. Like, not just, like, alien biting him in the face, to put it but then into they dumped hot lead on the man. And oh, wow. still, he was the most badass character in the universe. Who stands there and mm-hmm. says, okay, guns couldn't kill it, rockets could fire didn't kill it, I'm going to stand here and mm-hmm. slap box this thing while the rest of you get to safety. Well, that's okay? why I took He toed the sucker. Why, why do you think his death was so absurd? Because, I mean, he's... Yeah, but I, I don't know. I felt You're someone who down. was going to that length he deserves a little more respect. <laughs> I'm just that's that's equivalent this to the rock in in, 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 for, in, in in the fate of the furious punching a torpedo in the face. You could fix it, Pat, in the magical world of fan fiction. <laughs> right? He can oh, live. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Just Johnny, I'm sorry, I cut you off with my passion. Yeah. What's uh, your what's your final verdict, my friend? All right. So, uh, if you're looking for nostalgia of what 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 would be a good alien movie, a modern day alien movie, this is it. Uh, but it's also going to be a bit predictable if you've seen, if you're a fan and you've seen the other alien moves, it'll be somewhat predictable, but you will get enough meaty substance out of it and a li- uh, and enough new stuff. And you'll also get some really spectacular shots mm-hmm. in there as well. So, uh, I guess the biggest of disappointment is probably, uh, the CG, uh, work on the alien itself you see a lot of the aliens so you see them full body head to toe uh in more than just 
a few shots. You see him pretty much head to toe throughout because they are CG. Well, some of the best stuff in the other movies was practical effects. Yeah. Not to harp on the old yep. ones, but right. they did great work. It's the fate of the horrible world now. Everything is CGI. Maybe. All right. Well, okay. Bottom line, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. It's great. All right, cool. This would be enough to get Adam Willis out. How many phallic too. objects do you rate? <laughs> uh, I uh, rated don't, don't, two don't. chestbursters out of two. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I'd rate it three two messins and four yeah. flaccids. <laughs> two messin pad, wonderful. Right up there with turgid. Uh, go undulating, <laughs> but that be a little. This is this is gone. This is taking a horrible turn. Oops. Okay, so we are nearing the end of our hour here, and I need to have a proper discourse with these fine individuals in this room because I thought I was alone <laughs> in getting to see the masterpiece that is Prevenge, and apparently I'm not. No. Mix macabre and and just Johnny. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and my homeboy, Black Adam Willis. I saw most of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I, it was just too. It was just too raw yeah, for you. I, I understand. Turned it off. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. The enthusiasm in this man's voice. <laughs> okay, we're talking, of course, about Prevenge. Now, Prevenge is a pitch black, riley British, um, uh, comedy. It's, that's that's what they call it. I didn't see much of the comedy element myself, but the movie is uh, Prevenge. It follows Ruth. She's a uh, pregnant woman on a killing spree. Um, now it's well, a uh, pretty much a misanthropic baby dictating Ruth's uh, actions. Now, what this basically boils down to is the movie is about a pregnant woman who's being um, instructed by the baby in her belly, as pretty much like the devil on her shoulder, saying, "Kill these people." And I thought at the start of this movie it had a lot more direction, like she was maybe choosing ex-boyfriends that had wronged her, or she was choosing people that have maybe been in the news for committing crimes, or basically folks that she knew you have a big were heart, bad Pat. folks. Yeah, you have yeah. a big heart. Hoping for uh, the it's best. It's my own huh? naivete, isn't it? Mm, a little bit. All right. Well, the movie is about a pregnant woman who's killing folks relatively indiscriminately. But then again, every time the tends baby to be know that, dick. Pat, the baby can't watch the news. Hey, this is a psychic baby that can speak from beyond, from like you know, beyond, from, from since before birth. Beyond either. It is capable of anything. <laughs> maybe they maybe knew saying. something you didn't know that they didn't tell you yeah. the audience. Maybe they were bad people. All I'm thinking is you those prenatal know. vitamins must have been the shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but okay. So my impressions. I'll, I'll get to it in a minute, but I want to know what the general opinions in the, t- in, the in the room are. You you. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I thought it was good, but also try hardy. Try hardy. Yep, try hardy. Uh, can you uh, elaborate on try hardy for us? Uh, it seemed it's like, like it was sample tr- Tom Hardy. Is that? Yeah, it seemed like I mean, it was I'll, I'll do trying it. too Love hard to uh, hit warrior? a few. <laughs> trying too hard to hit like a few uh, up like borrow heavily from a few other movies mm-hmm. uh, like. Drive. I don't know why Drive. I think it's because of some of the soundtrack in this, no, where Drive that had that out. intensity with uh, I forgot his name, but with that Ryan actor Gosling. and Ryan Gosling, yeah. and with the soundtrack, and it was sort of interwoven, like very nicely, tightly done. And they did, they used a little bit of that, uh, not that soundtrack, but that style of music, and did a lot of like music heavy, but nothing uh, and. And unspoken dialogue and just things happening as you watch it mm-hmm. with the atmosphere with that music that very moody uh, music but it just wasn't it wasn't done as well and it it seemed like it was copying movies that try that did do that and it was mm-hmm. tryharding to be like that only in certain scenes only in certain elements because then you're it describing does, a hack it's, yeah, yeah. Th- then it does something yeah. opposite of that and it sort of it didn't know what it wanted to be Okay, I can. I have to disagree with you there. I think it knew what it wanted to be. The thing is, it didn't know how to execute that properly. Now, Adam, that's, back- that's I feel similarly okay, to cool. that. Well, well, Just that I, I feel that it wasn't sure if it wanted to be a comedy or a serious horror film, mm-hmm. and succeeded at neither. Yeah, I got those yeah, too. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was. It just was. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, it's not like serial mom where it's like, this is really dark, I was, but it's kind of funny. I'm very funny, here for you know? the premise. I'm very, very here for the premise. It's like Krang, but you can't see the brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like something's operating from her stomach, and she's like out of her body. Yeah. But it's it was it was okay. It's not. I mean, I'm not gonna. It's not terrible. There's certainly worse. But it just you know, it's meh. It's a hearty meh. The hearty meh. It's a hearty uh, meh. It's, it's a bleh. That baby voice was so terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely was awkward. Yeah. Yes. So the yeah, baby, the baby can like kind of psychically communicate, if you will. Like, like what trimester is she in? Mumble. Uh, was, <laughs> she was pretty far along throughout the entire movie. Um, and 
who broke it down for me uh, earlier? Was that uh, was that you? That the actress was actually pregnant. Um, I didn't know this. I thought it was just a really good uh, prosthetic they had mm-hmm. on her. Um, no, she was pregnant throughout the whole thing. It's gonna be a great story. She can tell that child forever. Well, the movie is. You're the star. Not of this. A, it's not. A, it's not afraid to shy away from gore. That's the thing that got me. There's not that. Well, you have to. Scenes, I think you're making a movie like this. You well, better you go over the top. She stabs yeah. a guy and she kind of walks out all dainty like, and the knife is clean. You know, because that kind of movie. It's British. Escape. You know, she's murdering people named Basil and such. But no, she got that. She got that one dude, that sloppy DJ. He vomited in the cab and then tongue right in the mouth. Oh, you know, yeah. like like didn't even take time to wipe. Just don't oh, judge. Oh, oh, I'm empty now. Thank you. <laughs> and it's right some, some of the gore Delicious. was like borderline. Look at Adam's face. That was your favorite scene, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. He, then he turned it off. He was about to turn it off before yeah. that. He's gonna rewind. He's like, ah, there we finally. <laughs> it, it seemed like some of the gore was. Uh, they were trying to aim for Neon Demon. Uh, yeah, I definitely. That's a really good. Yeah, and and same director. They didn't drive, execute yeah. it. They, what they same executed direct? on was like more like a slasher drive, style. Anyway. Oh, okay. That he just said it was similar to. So, mm-hmm. and and what they ended up doing was like more. It felt more like a slasher style. That, or, that's kind of what I felt. But like they they didn't know what they were doing in anything they were doing. Like nothing was again nothing was egregiously terrible. But they kind of tried to do five things. And to, instead of doing one good thing, they did five very mediocre things. Okay, that's my that's my complaint too. It was half-assed in a bunch of different styles. Had they stuck to one, maybe even two, you know, you blend kind of. It could have been a good it. comedy if they kept it like a like a bloody comedy mm-hmm. and stuck with trying to be funny or, or or sillier about it. But it was the moments that they tried to be more serious or frightening. I think failed the most. Okay, and we can be kind of glib about this because this is after the fact. I can only recall. Um, one movie that's specifically done it right, and there are several that have done it like you know horribly wrong. My my personal like go to for the worst possible way you can do it is Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh, oh, gee. Yeah. Yeah. I actually watched I mean, that the other day yeah. after yeah. Charlie Murphy. That's died. a yeah. special, and it is yeah. not good. It I was so like, good. oh, Charlie Murphy's but dead. A, this was a, a, a hidden gem. I'm like, are you stoned? <laughs> an example God. of a movie. I was say, it's actually funny. I got stoned and tried to watch that after Charlie oh, Murphy died, God. and it didn't even. Kadeem Hardison is like, but oh, an example an example of a movie that has that horror comedy vibe that I think really works. I don't know if any. Anybody knows the film Dead and Breakfast? It's a David Carradine movie. It's really goofy. It's like a zombie movie. And I I hate zombies, but I like this movie because it's just, you know, it's just a fun horror comedy. And it's Mm. very uproariously silly called Dead and Breakfast. But it's it has that kind of slapstick silliness with the level of gore that suits that mm-hmm. instead of trying to scare you instead of being like we're gonna be real spooky this baby is like a baby from hell it's gonna be so yeah. scary and you're watching it and it's just I mean they mentioned the the throw makeouts and like it's just yeah, oh. there's a lot of elements to this film that felt out of place in the sense of okay, this is something from a rock is comedy. Okay, this is something from a horror slasher film. But they just happened one after the other, and I'm very confused. Well, it became too ridiculous to follow, because once you think you have it pinned down, they'll throw another curve at you with a different style that just doesn't really work. And I think maybe the actors were too confused. Um, Like, I thought it was a completely righteous mission, because the guys that she's killing are pretty much bad guys, and you don't find out how they're connected until the end it tries to drop hints so oh i'm i'm picking up the clues i'm involved but no it, it, it's it's kind of cornball um but by the end you figure okay so they're all bad people and they all did something i get it now and then she murders an innocent guy you know and we're like what but but and you do this for a while and you go all cross-eyed and then you have to see an optometrist but what it comes <laughs> down to is it could have been a really good movie, a really funny movie. The thing I uh, that comes to mind of um, the right way to succeed at this is American Psycho. Yeah. Because that properly straddled the line between funny and what the f- Funny you know? horror and social commentary. Yes. Done strongly. And such a great soundtrack. Right, but American Psycho had the transitions between those things, handled it perfectly. Okay, yeah. so basically they tried to do American Psycho and unfortunately ended up doing American Psycho 2. <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe like American Psycho, American Psycho. Do not. I've ever, successfully avoided that one. Yeah, don't subject yourself. I don't know who what kind of masochistic. Anyways, you were. What, I was going to say, was this like more like American Psycho, the prequel? He, he's the baby inside. Oh wow, yeah, maybe. Oh, good. Could could have happened. Should have went for that. No, this was like, look who's talking. 
Oh, uh, the weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Oh, I, I, I was thinking of uh, an old old movie. It's Alive, I believe, was the name oh, of it. God. About that like the demon fetus that lives in the mouth. Oh, okay. That's yeah, no, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wicked, wicked, creepy but movie. That was that. That, that went straight is hard. An actual, yeah. I was about to say that is an actual horror movie, and it's also basically. You know what this movie is like? Somebody watched watched that movie and then watched like. I don't know, just whatever slapstick comedy and was like, you know, it'd be great if these were the same movie. Well, there's a, um, there's another zombie movie. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like black and white in color. And in the black and white, it's all zombie and it's all creepy and everything. And in the color, it's the people actually as the zombies, but they don't know they're zombies. So they do a lot of comedic stuff um, during that. Love. Damn it, warm bodies. No, not warm bodies. Oh, it's no, but it's, 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 it's older than that. And this was like a B rated, you know, like, like, they like live. a B movie. Like they put the glasses on. Yeah, so. glasses on. Hey, yeah it's not warm bodies. Adam, put the glasses on. <laughs> oh. right, we're gonna need about ten minutes. Oh, yeah. okay. uh, we're we're actually, actually out of time. Now. As much as I want, as much as I want to hear Johnny's hating uh, on the movie a little more. Um, but okay, so uh, the movie's called Deathbed. It's spectacular. It was made in 1986. You want to go see it right away. Um, no, the movie is called Prevenge. Uh, if you're looking for just something kind of dumb, slasher movie, amusing, not funny, not in my opinion, but yeah, it's not bad. I'll say, yeah, check this out, but I'm not like highly recommending it. It's one of those just, yeah, I, 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 can't, I, I, I can't give it a, a full <laughs> thumbs up, but it's not a, it wasn't a terrible time. It was just a movie that struggled with too much ambition, you know? There was hubris here. Uh... I recommend it. It's not it. It's bad, but it's not super bad. Uh, some some of the intense sort of uh, psycho-y moments were kind of kind of good until it like ruined it with its transition into like weirdness. Um, also, want to point out this is a man who liked Prometheus. Oh. All right, and Adam. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. All right, Adam's passion is what really makes mm. his reviews pop. <laughs> All right, and this has been the Geek Down right here on WMFRadio.com. Catch us every Monday right here on WMF Radio or at geek-down.com. You can also hit us up if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, want to tell us how much you love Prevenge. Uh, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. I want to thank Chris. Thank you for having me. I want to thank Deneb. Thank you. And want to remind you all to go to ReliableBud.com and get ready to see us and get ready to see them and bring your own product uh, on June 10th. Two? This is Camp Marshall, Spencer, Massachusetts, 1 to 6 p.m. Be there. All right. Good stuff. And we will catch you all. But first, I want to remind you to hit us up on YouTube or on SoundCloud on Twitter, on Facebook, all the Geek Down, or you can search us and find us on iTunes. Just search The Geek Down with the first results that come up. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and we'll catch you all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace.